He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Pierre Hood on Shome 97.7. Good morning, Pierre Hood from Réseau des Sports. Good morning, Pete from Shome 97.7. <laughs> wow, that, wow, that sounds good. I, I always dreamed about saying this like uh, formally. You, know? you should come in and do a show with us later on. I'm serious. <laughs> It'd be fun. You know what? In, in my bucket list, yes. this one is there. I mean, I've called an NHL game in English on TSN. Right. I've called the, uh, the famous uh, Red Wings uh, Habs game uh, on the radio on CJAD. Uh, but I have never, never hosted a show on Shome. I would be a nervous wreck, Pete. I'll would tell you, you what. really? I, I, I find that pretty hard to believe, actually, Pierre. Not well, really. as much as much as Shome has been, always been recognized as "quote unquote" a bilingual environment and the link between the two cultures, yeah. I'd be a nervous wreck. <laughs> you know what? You'd be nervous for the first two minutes, and people would call and say, "Yeah, let's give this guy a permanent shift," and then you oh know, yeah, start yeah, yeah sure. They'd say, "Shut up, go back." To the <laughs> no, I don't think so. Go back to your booth. <laughs> yeah, the the season's over for the Canadians, but is it uh Marc Bergevin has got a ton of work ahead for him it's time for the team that uh well to review the season they're going to meet with the media that's happening later on today isn't it yeah it is okay it's the uh it's it's a tough day by the way uh when you do it uh without uh getting all the way and coming so close mm-hmm. uh it's it's tough all the time and especially it's tough when you don't make the playoffs but i my feeling is that uh get being so close to the cup uh, will be particularly uh, hurting for uh, some players. Uh, now, it's not going to be the same crazy uh, environment as we see usually uh, because of COVID, of course. Everything will be done at a distance uh, and, uh, and, and it will be done differently. But nonetheless, I think that uh, deep down, uh, there are still some, uh, some players, or I would say most players, are probably still hurting and maybe hurting a little bit more uh, with 48 hours of hindsight, or almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's going to be interesting to to hear from Marc Bergevin and to hear from Coach Ducharme and to hear from uh, from the players. And, uh, of course, the the number one focus is, is put on, on Marc Bergevin because, as you said, Pete, rightfully so, he has a ton mm-hmm. on his plate. Uh, and uh, there are some easier decisions, but there are some tough decisions as well. And I'll... And I'll go even further, Pete. I think it's, a, it's not as easy as an evaluation as you could think. Because as much as the playoff run was great for the Habs, as much as it, was, it came out of nowhere and it, 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 brought, so close, it brought the team so close to the, uh, to the cup, I think that there are some uh, objective thinking to be done. It wasn't all good during the regular season. I guess you'll agree with me on this. So, so you have to, to be able to, to think objectively about uh, the goods and the bads as well and try to solve uh, some of the problems that led to a tough regular season. Let's look at some of the uh, priorities that need to be addressed by uh, Matt Belcherbené. Uh, first of all, Dominic Ducharme as head coach. What do you do? Do you confirm it? Do you not confirm it? How do you handle that one? Well, you have to handle it today, Pete. <laughs> Regardless of the direction you're going to go, it's got to be. It's got to be made. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it's got to be made official today. One one main reason, you have to have the clear cut message on this front to the players before the players go on vacation. It has to be clear in the players' mind what's happening. Now the other question is 
how can you not give him a permanent chance? I think that this man has proven that uh, he can he can adapt to a very dramatic situation. I mean, because he was already there beside the Claude Julien for a while. And then all of a sudden you say, well, you're the boss, you lead the ship, you fly the, the, uh, the, the plane and uh, bang, that's a, that's a 12 hour thing to, to turn around. And he did one heck of a turnaround, yes, although it was, and although it was ups and downs, Pete, we, we agree you and I on this, but I guess you have to give the players the proper message. And if he is going to be back in your mind, you have to make sure that he can talk individually because you know that's done this particular day to day. Dominique Duchamp, if he is back, will talk individually to all the players. And you have to allow him to talk as the head coach of next uh, season if your mind is made up that he will be the coach next season. That's my philosophy. That's my principle. And I I may be wrong, but uh, I think it's priority number one. Priority number two, try to re-sign uh, Philippe Dano before July the 28th. That's a big one. It's a big one. Uh, and it's probably, it's probably head scratching for Marc Bergevin and probably for the Philippe Dano camp as well, Pete, because, uh, it's tough to, to establish a proper criteria. We know what was the value of uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, extension of contract. We know he, he traded, uh, yearly value for long-term perspective. Uh, but then again, RNH and and Philippe Dano are different kind of players, you know, and and their their uh, their contribution uh, is is different uh, for one or for the other. So, but I think that the, you have to make it a priority uh, as long as Nick Suzuki and uh, KK especially uh, are are developing. Jake Evans, I think, can be easily labeled center number four. You have to make sure that you have the experience and the overall uh, contribution of Philippe Dano on board uh, and try to sign him up before July 28th. Priority number three from Marc Bergevin, prepare the proper list of players to protect for the expansion draft. Seattle's going to have a team next year and they're going to come looking for us, aren't they? Yeah, and uh, they will pick one player from every team. And uh, it's pretty restrictive, eh, Pete? You go 7-3-1 and one on the protection list which is seven forwards, three defensemen, one goalie, or you go eight and one, regardless of, of the position of the skaters. Yeah. So, but, but my point is that uh, there's a strong possibility that uh, the, the player you're going to lose is the one, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is probably Jake Allen. So uh, I guess as much as you can, you can have under the table kind of deals uh, with the Kraken, I think that there's a strong perspective that Jake Allen will be the player picked up uh, by the Kraken. So you might as well start right now to find a solution because we all saw how important was a proper backup to Carey Price uh, last season. So that will be a major task, uh, preparing the list properly, but also be prepared for whoever is going to be picked up, and it could be Jake Allen. Priority number four for Habs management, uh, get ready for the draft. Uh, we're going to be picking in 30th spot this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's way down the list. But, uh, <laughs> hey, my... so, you know what? Sometimes you get lucky. Kucherov is actually a second-round pick, and look what happened yeah, there. Well, so you never hey, know. There you go. And all those Swedish players that made the Red Wings uh, Stanley Cup contenders yep. uh, <laughs> some, some odd years ago, they were all picked up so deep 
uh, in the draft. So you never know. Uh, but that's the price to pay to make the to make the Stanley Cup final, Pete. I suppose that's you're it. going to draft. Uh, it's too bad because uh, I think the Sabers will go with Owen Power. Uh, I had the, uh, the the pleasure to call his play with Team Canada at the, the last uh, World uh, Championships. And boy, he's only 18, but he played like a veteran. He says he wants to stay in university for a while, but we'll see about that. And we'll see who is available at the 30th spot. So, but this is this is even a harder uh, this is even a harder task trying to uh, to to draft properly so late in the first round. Yeah, but Benjamin has uh, what nine picks now, I think, in the first five rounds. So you know, I'm thinking yeah. maybe a little trade, perhaps. Yeah, we'll he, he, yeah, that's right. He can shop around for sure. All right, and finally, we get to uh, the sad story of Jonathan Drouin. I thought about him so many times during the the playoff run. He was not part of the team, and while we got to hope that he gets better, what do you think is going to happen with Jonathan Drouin next season? Oh, gee, Pete, I I wish I had an answer. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a clear cut answer on this. I, I, I'm with you on this. I thought about him so so often during the playoff run, especially the Stanley Cup final. You just hope that uh, whatever the problem is, that he gets it solved and he gets better mentally and physically. Because I'll tell you what, when this young man focuses on the game, he's, uh, he, he's, he's an asset. Yeah. He's an added value. And uh, you have to look at it that way first and foremost, his own personal health. But at the same time, you, you want to wish that uh, uh, if, he, if he is ready to come back, well, make him, uh, make him an asset for the team and make him part of the, of the future. And if it's not here, if it's uh, impossible to have him here for all the good reasons, well, you wish he's going to have uh, a, another successful career uh, elsewhere. Yep. I, uh, you know what? If you ask me, in my very humble opinion, I think that Jonathan Drouin uh, would benefit from maybe moving far, far away from Montreal and playing perhaps out on the West Coast. And I mean that with uh, only his best intentions at heart. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, 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 pro- I'm uh, mostly with you on this. Pete. We're going to sign off now, and I'm uh, take the opportunity to thank you as always for uh, for buzzing by at eight twenty here on Mornings Rock. And uh, <laughs> no, I totally appreciate what you do. We all appreciate having you here, Pierre. And I wish you a great summer as well. Yeah, time to play a little golf. Time to ride the <laughs> the Vulcan a little bit, and uh, yeah, time to uh, refresh the batteries. It was a heck of a treat. Uh, and I always have a lot of fun with you, Pete. So have a good summer, stay strong, and uh, we'll talk uh, somewhere down the line.